man Growing up with a cane pole in his hand Like a fool to dream sitting down by the street The leads him to the corpus play Give him a shotgun to please his mind Give them quail a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I wanna go back to the country Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away if you're going, leave the sinking ship behind. Come Welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home every Sunday morning, 7 to 9 a.m. Central live right here on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network and live recorded podcast 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com and all your favorite podcast platforms. My name is TJ Graney. In the bunkhouse now is, hey, the whole crew is here. Cody Ryan is in a house. Yeah. Can a guy eat some bacon in peace? I look down and it's time to get this thing going. Man, I'm just trying to eat my bacon over here. I didn't say any bacon. Y'all need to relax. Maybe we do this like 7.05 next week, you know? You bring the bacon. Eat my bacon. Beef steak. Have you forgotten already? (laughs) It's been one week. One that's week. my my term of endearment. Yeah. Uh beefsteaks in the house. Oh yeah. And uh Jack of all trades is the ranch hand that gets here early, gets the gate open, makes sure the old pot belly stove gets fired up, puts a little uh jingle little in your foil on the wire coat hanger out there that gets a signal out there to you, the regulators that are tuned in with us. We want to thank you for that. Thank you for being a part of the show with us. Is there anything better in this world than bacon? No. God created it on the first or the mm. second day, I believe. I can't <clears throat> think of anything. And what then, did he take one of our ribs what is and your, make bacon? What is your coffee <laughs> is that what he mug, did? What does your coffee mug say on it? It says be I kind. love bacon. Oh, be hi beautiful. Hi beautiful. <laughs> hey, hi. How you doing? Was that for me, Cody? Ryan, was that no, for it's me? a reminder Aww. to myself about me? Oh. Okay, I get it. I get it. It's okay. What does the other side say? The Nothing. inside says, "That's all." What happened to Hi, my beautiful? What happened to my that's beef? All. The beefsteak cup that it's all black, and then when you fill it up with coffee and heat gets on it, it it has a picture of me on there that I got <laughs> for you, and a tiny <laughs> hole in the bottom <laughs> that just drips. Oh. No. That's how that. annoying it is. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Woo. Welcome back. Oh, yeah. uh, we're going to start out hot today, baby. Yeah, because there is hey. no Cody free show, right? 
a Cody free hey, zone? No, no. I want to thank, thank our friends over at McBride's Guns for sponsoring this segment of the show. With the way society's pounding on our rights to own guns, it's imperative we support our local gun shops. The one we trust with our constitutional rights mcbride's guns they're an austin family owned and operated local full service firearm dealer mcbride's guns has a gunsmith on staff to help you adjust repair and modify those firearms looking for a youth model rifle shotgun go where the staff is skilled and trained to help you make the right choice mcbride's guns mcbride's will find you'll find mcbride's in the same place they've been for years corner 30th and lamar you can call them at 512-472-3532 or just go online, mcbridesguns.com. McBride's Guns are our hometown gun shop. Cody, right? Well, yeah, so last week I wasn't here and I was at the ranch, at my in-law's ranch and doing some deer wife, hunting and family time and all that kind of stuff. Smack down on a giant odd ad. Yeah, I was going to tell that story. Your wife did uh, here in a little bit, yeah. but mm-hmm. but uh, so I wasn't here. Oh man, now I just drew a blank. You threw me all off there. <laughs> so I had a whole what? thought, a uh, whole oh, thought there. that shouldn't be happening at your age. Yeah, well, you so know, every time for... you get older, I get older, right? So last, last. <laughs> oh, uh... I know what it is. Let me finish it. All right. So I, so I, obviously wasn't here for the show and I and I am the one that goes on and puts the show up across it, all the platforms in the universe now that beefsteak taught me how to do that right and right. so they get blasted all over uh the world the outdoor right. zone podcast show. platform yes and I uh so I listened to you know portions of the show and I heard Got right it. off the bat last week that you gave Beefsteak a hard time, and Beefsteak was like, "I thought because Cody wasn't here, this wasn't going to happen. We're going to have a a Cody you know, free zone, uh, yeah, Cody, Cody free, free show. zone show, right? show, yeah, yeah, <laughs> happiness." So, thank you, TJ, for filling in for me and doing a great job. Apparently, I was uh, having a bad day. He, I usually <laughs> don't pick on him. <laughs> <laughs> there were a lot of speed bumps along the way. He's a big boy. He can, he can take me out, man. Yeah, well, you were you were doing that McBride's I'm fast. Uh, commercial. I want to get back to his wife shooting the odd dad. That would be pretty cool. But one of our hunters brought out a um, a rifle, 1953 Remington, and it's a uh, a 300 Savage, and it's a pump rifle, and it had old Tasco scope on it. He's like, we've had four generations. If I shoot a deer with this, it'll be the fourth generation that has been. I was going to say, down. did he get it to me in a trade? <laughs> that <laughs> no. was the same guy. Okay, I, I don't know, but um, so, anyways, was, all right. Well, let's go. We got to sight this thing in. We got a big oak tree, hundred yards, you know, all that stuff, and uh, gave it a shot. Ding! About three inches low from the center. Like, oh, okay, cool, man. Let's pop that up about. Three inches, did the little calculations, boom, made another shot, didn't even hit the tree, didn't even hit the target. Like, oh crap. Loose was scope. that you? And exactly so all about it. As soon as I saw that, I went ding ding ding. Cody Ryan's little voice in the back of my head said, Your scope is probably loose. You need to scan that. 
So anyways, I reached over there. Get a screwdriver. <laughs> no, it was one of those that had the big knobs, the knurled knobs to oh, hold it on the rail. man. And it was, the first one was just barely finger tight, just barely. So it was hitting, but then, and he goes, yeah, my son-in-law was using, and he missed, and I blamed it on him. So this thing, you know how that is when the back is loose, it just jumps around. So folks... You need to tighten your scopes if you uh, make sure. You need to get gonna... decent glass. I, I think if you're ethically going to be hunting, a Tasco $29.99 scope from Walmart is not okay. It's okay for. It had crosshairs. Dinking around at <laughs> You the killed house. a lot of deer with your little Tasco scope, I've Mr. never Draney. shot a Tasco $29.99 at a big game animal. I guarantee that. Well, now well, there's a lot of blackbirds that have little, been fluffed. Your little bushnell on the Academy combo pack that you got as a little. You don't remember anything because <laughs> I that got was the a gun. No, we bought the gun. Our first rifle together, we bought. See, now remember? he always adds this we together thing now because he's. I know because I, I believe I it was, or not. 12 years old, nine years old, 10 years old. I had a, a jar full of big cash moment. I dumped it in. It was a big moment. We bought a combo 270 Winchester from Walmart that uh, did not have a Tasco scope. It had a something else that was decent. Probably a Redfield and, uh, or something. Yeah, yeah we missed a, It had a Walco. No. We missed, we it was missed just a ton a, of deer with it. It was just a pipe. Our, it, it was a paper towel pipe. And that our was learning it. Curve. It now has an $800 piece of glass on it, and I can drive tax with it. Our, oh, uh, boy. Here we go. Our early days of I'm, deer hunting. I'm just saying it's three had, times worth <laughs> the scope is... Dude, I, I am putting my rifle. hand up to that one. This new scope that I got, oh, my Lord, you should. Uh, it is incredible. So it makes a huge difference. It does. Yeah. TJ, I, you was, were, uh, I hit something. I'm going to send you a picture of my dink at 300 yards on a steel plate out there. I even went for a 500, but we didn't have. I how do you get up. a picture of that? Man, you must have been like. <laughs> You shoot and then you no. run down there <laughs> you could hear at 300 yards shooting uh off the top of my truck all the way down to that you could hear you go boom like 1001 1002 dink and it was so we had a 12 inch plate that we spray painted uh orange but yeah you could uh three inches high and three inches over I mean, I'm sorry, it was almost perfect in the center, but it was three inches to the right. I forgot to calculate windage at 300 yards, which is about four clicks. It's .08 per per 100 yards. So, you know, just over. You're, uh, I'm I talking. Don't, I don't understand what you're talking about. Six point, I, my, I pulled out the 6.5, of course. Nailed, you know, we got a, I got a yeah, exploded a deer head and uh, we got two pigs, but it on my huntcation. But I want to, Cody Ryan, are we going to get into talking about your little, the the, the gayest text in, in the world? You're not supposed to say that. Holy. Man, dude. What? You're That's like the off. old version get of, a, hey, it's happy. You're going to get us kicked off the show. Gaming's There's happy. Nothing. Mur, 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 mur. nothing on this show can be... <laughs> Holy! Are you going to tell yeah, a story? Or are you I did tell have that on my list story? of things. 
Okay. I had that list on my list of things that Beefsteak and I um texting I miss you. Where and I can't are believe you? no, I can't believe that he said it the way he said it. Uh so I don't even want to mention what it is now, but we got in a contest and then back and forth sunrise and sunset pictures, which ones were the best? Uh sunrise and sunset pictures and I pretty much annihilated him with oh. the prettiest sunsets. <laughs> so, what does your coffee cup say again? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, let's take a break. On the flip side, we'll talk fishing. And um, if we can come back, if Beefsteak hadn't got us kicked off already, we'll talk uh, Armed Citizens Report, News of the Weird, all that and more, all your favorite. We're all in the bunkhouse this week. Welcome back, everybody. It's the Outdoor Zone. We're live in the bunkhouse. You can catch us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. This is T-Roy Bruce Orr, listening to the Outdoor Zone. Call me Redneck, White Trash, and Blue Collar. All right, welcome back, Regulators. You're tuned in to the Outdoor Zone, number one outdoor show. Riding high right here with you every Sunday morning, 7 to 9 a.m. Central in the U.S. of A. Or 24-7, 365 is a live recorded podcast on all your favorite podcast platforms. Track us at theoutdoorzone.com. Whoo! Hey, uh, Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Don't wait. Savings like the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Get the biggest savings, the deal of a lifetime on the best prices happening right now, taking thousands off MSRP on brand new Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Rams. Nile Maxwell sales event on the every 23 Ram. The Nile Maxwell Supercenter is part of the most award-winning lineup of vehicles in Texas. Everything, that includes Jeep, Dodge, Chrysler, and Ram, have huge discounts. You don't have to wait. The savings are here. You have Niles promise to beat any competitor's price in Central Texas. Just bring us the deal. So drive home for the holidays for less. Head to the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. We sell more than anyone else, 620 and 183 in Austin, or visit us online at nilemaxwellsupercenter.com. Nilemaxwellsupercenter.com. And I do love my Ram. I so, love those videos that I see uh, with the Chevy uh, Dodge and Ford guys. You know, they're going back and forth. Anyway, I saw I saw one yesterday. Speaking of Dodge, where the guy was like, the Ford guy was like, "Oh, it's, you just guys can't figure out what you what you're doing." You're going to ram into it or you're going to dodge out of the way of it. Oh, man. Anyway, I thought it was funny. Did you see that tractor, uh, tractor pull between the electric trucks and the cyber truck? And I saw my F-150? first electric Ford Lightning the other day. I saw one of those trucks driving down the road because you can tell because the headlights, right? Oh, because mm-hmm. the driver was wearing a mask. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Wow! Hey, I mean, was, if I mean, we're already funny, canceled. Beefsteak already canceled us. So that was funny. Yeah, just go. Let's just go. <laughs> let's go all in. There's no boundaries now. <laughs> <laughs> if we're going out, we're going out on fire. 
<laughs> well, I will have to say that this has nothing to do with fishing, but the Tesla uh, Beast, that 6,800-pound monster, outpulled uh, even the diesel F-150 on a on a sled, tractor sled. Diesel F-150? Yeah. yeah, a 250. I'm sorry, diesel 250. Come on, man. Hmm. And of course, okay. it's not going to pull and very long. It, and then it, and then it, and then they disconnected it and, and had recharged to recharge it, it for three yeah. days. And the diesel guy drove away. <laughs> that is true. He keeps later. going. He's like, I got to get back to work in the field. You know. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to see a caterpillar, electric caterpillar D twenty six, pushing dirt, getting ready for one of those little pod houses that D26. somebody's going to live in with. Wow, he's a little pod, bales. a little pod house, and it's got a D twenty six. I made all that there. up just because it was yeah. funny to me. Yes, it was. <laughs> that was that was an anger funny. That's what that was. was <laughs> what is the spirit of funny. anger that's just floating through here? So i uh, i want to I want to confession time to, all right everybody no, i want to go back to the uh <laughs> sunrise, sunset sun. sunrise pictures because <laughs> oh, nice. i don't feel like it was given enough justice that we just kind of mentioned oh, that so enough. quickly and then moved along but i thought it was pretty funny that uh that i don't even understand how that came about I, other than the fact that we just started battling back and forth sunset and or sunrise pictures okay i'll explain it so okay. so cody and don beefsteak hadn't seen each other in weeks they'd both oh been goodness. traveling fishing <laughs> and there's a group text between the three of us talking about the show and how you doing and all that and there was just this kind of uh kind of this lonely spirit between those oh, two oh, oh. and and Don said, Cody, I was thinking about you. I was looking. Are you looking at the same sun that I am? <laughs> and then you I think it was something back like and said, oh, beef, here's my here's a view from my side. I'd so miss you, too. And then it was like just drippy, terrible, drippy back and forth. Miss you and can't wait to see you. On That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. <laughs> the funniest part was one of the. Uh, all of our mutual buddies and uh, a another guy on Beefsteak's deer lease sends me and Beefsteak his best sun <laughs> sun sunrise or sunset picture out of the blue, and I thought, what the? Who now are people communicating about this battle? The sunrise <clears throat> sunset oh, picture we... picture off. Hey, when you're out in the middle of nowhere, there ain't much to talk about. So <laughs> you were out on the deer lease for a week, and he's like. There you going go. batty. Yeah, so one of the one of the other guys on his deer lease starts sending pictures of his sunrises. Or no, yeah, he was sending. Uh, he sent the northern light, lights, northern light lights. picture that he had taken. <laughs> kind of like, okay, well, yeah. that's no fun. Yeah, uh, I, this was taken in my backyard, and yours was taking taking. No, mine was from the whole deer lease, and you started <laughs> pounding me with all these different uh sunrise and sunsets from all over from who knows when i'm like no it's got to be relevant like today where you are all well, right just from my house actually all those were from my house within the last two weeks and then I'm, it got and then it got weird okay you made why? it you made it then weird. i text you guys pictures of 
me with the post hole digger, uh, working no, on it. No, you didn't do nothing. You didn't even do oil in my diesel tractor and no, no, but but uh, yes, Cody, anything. you mentioned that this was the weirdest, uh, you know, text string in the world having a conversation. Well, I just don't know like, how how it turned into a battle. That's the thing. All it was things like, are a competition, man. Come on. Yeah, you sent one thing, and then I sent one thing, and the next thing is like you sent two pictures, and then I sent five pictures, and then, yeah. And then I texted you. <laughs> I said, Cody, this is weird. I think we've broken the fourth wall. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the show. Uh, this was the Sunrise Sunset segment between <laughs> our two feisty little boogers here, Don and Beefsteak and Cody nah, Ryan. I think. And it's now funny. back to our regular show, uh, talking about manly stuff like uh, shooting deer and sun, <laughs> like the lunar gun. eclipse. <laughs> it's so hard to take pictures Fiery of lunar eclipses. Asteroids smashing into the earth. <laughs> That's what so I hard, hard, the so hard to get asteroid. Good <laughs> so hard to get good pictures of shooting stars. Uh, I uh, <laughs> don't know where to go from that. But in the fishing world, you know, it's kind of the off season, I guess, for a lot of a lot of us. There's still some. Fishing I saw going two on. guys. I saw two guys fishing at in the lake pond behind my house yesterday morning at sunrise. I yeah. went out to do my run. There's two guys out there fishing. I'm well, like, a what are you fishing time. for? They're, they weren't walking the bank. They were like sitting in chairs. Catfishing? I don't no, know. I don't know. Ask don't yourself, what were they doing? But it is a great time to fish if you like fishing and bass fishing. I myself have been on a bit of a hiatus from the fishing uh, world myself. And it's kind of the first time in the last 20 years that I've uh, been this disconnected with fishing. Now, obviously, I'm still connected in the ways that I know enough about what's going on. But there was a point, I mean, yeah, the last 20 years where I was sickly involved, meaning there couldn't be an angler make a post or an article come out about an angler that I wasn't the first one to read it. There wasn't a post or a video or anything that I wasn't the first, you know, like I was, I didn't know exactly what was going on. And I've kind of had to take a breather from a lot of that. I mean, I don't, and it's so weird to me, the amount of guys that I have seen my age that I have been friends with on social networks, right? I'm not like best buds with these guys or whatever, but we're mutual friends because we've fished against each other for years and recognize each other's names or whatever, whether it be at tournaments around Texas and uh, Central Texas or Texas in general uh, or the you know lower U.S. So there's a lot of those names. And I have seen, interestingly enough, I've seen several guys that are taking a break or stepping back mm. from 
tournament fishing as a whole. Now, on the national level, you've got the Bassmaster Elite Series rocking and rolling. You've got the Bassmaster Opens, which are the qualifier, pretty much rocking and rolling. You've got some giant names that have joined the Bassmaster Opens trying to qualify for the Elite Series because the Bass Pro Tour, Major League Fishing, all that's being cut, slash, dashed, I mean, going away, essentially. You've got, um, so it's just, it's mind-boggling to me to see other guys, and I felt like, man, what is wrong with me? What What am I, you know, I'm, I'm not, I, I don't, the first thing I do in the morning is not check every bass fishing website and video. So what is wrong with me? You're doing What's a, happening? You're doing a fishing cleanse. In a way, I am. And so I felt bad about it, but then I start seeing these guys, other guys around my age start doing it. And it's it's just interesting. I, I think it has... This has been the controversy, but it has a lot to do with the electronics and the live sonar. And that the last... And there's no way around that. I mean, that's just what it is. It's hard to compete unless you're all in on the live sonar. And I, I don't know that I want to do that. Like, I, I like having it. Don't get me wrong. I like having the live sonar. I utilize the live sonar. If I go into a tournament knowing my chances of winning are not the highest they can be or knowing that I know this is how it's going to be one, but I'm not going to fish that way or not feel confident in fishing that way for an entire day. That's a really hard thing to do. And it kind of burns you out. And I kind of did that all season in every major tournament that I fished in was one on live sonar. So, well, and, and you can't, it, you can't not let finish have the line. Let me, okay. let me have this. Okay. Let me finish. Let me finish. And then I want you to, and then I want you to fill in on that. So it's not that I'm against the technology and I want that to be clear. It's just the fact that I don't know that I want to spend the entry fees at $5,000 a pop or whatever to know that 90% of those tournaments are going to be one a way that I don't want to fish. It's just not what I want to do the entire tournament, every tournament. So hmm. look, you can finish good, but you know, if you're not sure that you can win, it's just hard to go into a tournament that way. So I see a lot of guys going through that, especially around my age where we've spent the last 20 years developing, learning how to pattern fish and I know I can, I've complained about it plenty over the last few weeks, months, whatever. But it just is, it's changing. It's an evolution. evolution. So uh, I'm starting to get excited about fishing again, and we'll see where that leads. But uh, I, I do want to tell you something I'm really excited about, and that's how True Health Share. Sorry to cut you off on that question. <laughs> we can come back to it ah. if you want. All right. Altrua HealthShare, finding affordable, top-quality healthcare options. You know that can be tricky for the sportsmen and entrepreneurs. Hey, I protect my family with Altrua HealthShare, and I 
would not do it any other way. Altria HealthShare, they're a 501c3 organization that's been sharing in medical needs for over 25 years. Altria HealthShare is not insurance. However, it offers a powerful alternative to digital insurance and skyrocketing cost. Members contribute each month to a membership escrow. And then eligible medical needs are then shared from that escrow account. Literally, that's all it is. That's how easy it is. That's how simple it is. That's how it should work. You can find out how much you can save by going to myshare.org, Altrua HealthShare, where we care for one another. All right. If it hadn't got weird enough, it will on the flip side. It's News of the Weird coming up. It's the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse, 24-7, 365. You can find us at theoutdoorzone.com. American Blood Brothers, this is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? All right, welcome back, regulators. You're tuned into the Outdoor Zone, live on the bunkhouse, Sunday morning, 7 to 9 a.m. Central in the U.S. of A. or 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. This is your deer shooting, flounder gigging, dub blasting, hog dogging, bass catching, mountain climbing, fly fishing, four wheeling, adrenaline junkie outdoor zone show. <laughs> Speaking of so, high power, at Sun Automotive, you know, everybody at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired, even beefsteak. Well, actually, it's his wife's Durango. It can be hard to find a mechanic that you can trust, so we use our friends over at Sun Auto Service. You know, Sun Auto Service is a family-owned and operated auto and repair maintenance company since 1978. I think it's older than uh, Cody Ryan. And each and every person at Sun Auto works hard to demonstrate that they take pride in what they do. And we want to be the place you bring your vehicle anytime it needs scheduled maintenance or repairs. In fact, we're doing an extended warranty stay with my wife's Durango right now is what they're going to be doing next week. Hey, you know what? You can follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials every week. You just go to sunautoservice.com or just log in, find your location. Mine happens to be at 405 West Slaughter Lane, 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park may be yours. I was just over at 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown yesterday and Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road 620. Again, follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials each week. Just go sign up at sunautoservice.com. Well, thank you, McBeef. That was very nice of you. To mention them, your wife's Durango will be happy again. <laughs> again. Bring back the happiness with Sun Auto. Now it's time for our news of the weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. All right. Well, hey, uh, so have you guys ever been eating out and found something in your food? Oh, no. I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> oh, okay. Man. Well, I don't you... like it. I don't like any part of it. I 
childhood memories of what uh, i was there i what know we ate at some place with giant cockroaches by your old uh office and they were crawling up the wall and remember no. that place? tj's oh, got some time remember that place disease you know i don't remember that place no i very conveniently forget stuff that <laughs> i don't want to be compulsive about it's easier just to go and it's gone y'all wouldn't uh, need anywhere if you knew i mean the fda says you can have up to three percent of hair i don't and want body to talk about and- this i don't like any part of this <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's 12 again i know i still eat terrible. at home 99 percent of the time I know, yeah. but do you know what's in your lettuce? Uh, I grow my you, own. You eat lettuce? <laughs> <laughs> I eat dandelion leaves <laughs> from the fields amongst my... Uh, hey, uh, so uh, Mount Kisco, New York, a customer has filed a lawsuit against a fast casual chain chopped over a salad. She says contained a piece of the manager's finger. <laughs> but that's not the good part. The lawsuit filed Monday by Allison Cozy of Greenwich, Connecticut, alleges that she bought a salad at Chopped location in Mount Kisco, New York, on April 7th, 2023, and realized while eating it that she she was chewing on a portion of a human finger that had been mixed into and made part of the salad. Ma'am, that's actually According to the... We're going <laughs> to charge you extra nyang, for that. Nyang, nyang. How did, how did oh, she's a, like... Oh, that tastes familiar. Oh. That's a chewy little that's nugget. Chewy. According to the suit, a manager at the restaurant more accidentally scary. the restaurant accidentally severed a piece of her left pointer finger while chopping arugula. 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 And the manager went to the hospital, but the contaminated arugula was served to customers, including Cozy, the lawsuit says. Westchester County Health Department record, records show that Chopped was fined $900. Cozy said in the lawsuit that she suffered injuries including shock, panic attacks, migraines, cognitive impairment. Yeah, that's one that she's definitely having issues with. Nausea, dizziness, neck and shoulder pain as a result of eating the contaminated scent. She is seeking unspecified monetary damages. Well, all those symptoms, Cody, are ones that you're actually... Yeah, that's what uh, I'm feeling. I'm seeing them right about now. I was just going to say, I have those same (laughs) symptoms. See? And I did go out to eat last week one time. That's probably what happened. So next time you feel something kind of chewy... You'd be Stop. going back saying, hey, everybody got your fingers back here? <laughs> That's Yeah, I whenever all cooks whenever fingers. you see an ambulance pull up and it goes back to the back where the kitchen is, that's when you're like, hmm, I better check my food, man, you know? No, that's, I don't like any part of anything messing with food. And that's probably why I feel this, it's probably wrong. It explains wrong. a lot, right? No, but I feel more safe at like a super chain fast food restaurant oh because everything's processed somewhere and everything yes like all they're doing is heating it up basically Uh, i don't all the other stuff has already been done man the way i grew up i'm starting to think about this a little bit and go in shock panic attacks you know how many times my mom pulled bread out and it had mold on it and she just cut it off or scraped it off moldy cheese the other day so what you just that's what people do though 
And you they just eat chop moldy it off. cheese. That's what cheese is. Yeah, blue cheese. You know, it's a controlled mold, but and that funky old stuff. I mean, you were just being <laughs> okay. Beef is going to give us the scientific explanation <laughs> of cheese. Now, hold on, ladies and gentlemen. But moldy cheese is how they. I mean, that's that's what part of her life on moldy living, breads what keeps you healthy good well no. penicillin is where it was discovered Come on. but anyways man we are so we we uh where we are our hunt lease can has you out. od on moldy bread it is uh, ah that's a good that's question a, oh i got him <laughs> yeah, I, got, <laughs> I, got I don't him. know man it's thinking I've, i don't know how much did i eat let me see I've five stumped times three disco this i stumped him <laughs> He usually has something, even if it's made up in a complete lie. Dude, uh, uh, whoa, oh hey, hey. maybe wrapped loosely in a lie, I'm, but come you know, on, man. I just an never, article he read in 1974 in a Time magazine. I've never, I've never known beef to lie because he just knows so much stuff. I know, that's my jealousy coming out. And that's the out. hard part is because, like, so every time I travel, this is so funny. Every time I travel, I shoot him a note. I say, hey, I'm going over to uh, uh, the smallest town in Wisconsin that you could possibly have on the map. You know, that's like not even on the map. And he goes, oh, yeah. So if you go past town, you'll see a white building and take a left there. The world's largest ball of string is back there. And right <laughs> next to it, about two blocks down, there's a hamburger restaurant. Get the lime-colored green shake there. It's to die for. Do you remember like, that? They say there's what? a sign in, in South Carolina that says they have the largest ball of yarn, but it's not. It's over <laughs> this one, Yeah, this one's truly the largest <laughs> one. Do you remember that so, restaurant we went to in Nashville, uh, That the rabbit hole? Oh yeah, down in the basement. Yeah, where you go through that like phone booth and you go down like a subway <laughs> stairs yeah. underneath of another restaurant and you come out through a, up into the 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 rabbit hole. What were we it. doing in Nashville? It was wild. Was that? I don't know, but remember, it was wild game. It was a it was rabbit. They served oh, yeah. the rabbit. Yeah. Why were we in Nashville together? That's where people. That's where all the chicks go to. Get they were can have bachelorette parties. They were trying. That's what we were doing. They were y'all were trying your hand. You snuck away to try your hand at the duo at the at the country, <laughs> and it duo. didn't work. You and <laughs> you and him no. still have it wrapped back. up pretty much. You and B. No, for y'all were gonna do a be country artist duo of the year. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. <clears throat> me, me, me. La la la. Me, me. La la. Uh, hey, in researching a new mattress, uh, Sandra, Mrs. Graney, and I spent nights trying to figure it out. I spent hours online reading reviews about before I walked into Factory Mattress knowing exactly what I wanted. So I thought, after the right fit sleep mapping technology, I got a mattress specifically designed for my needs, our needs, and saved 600 bucks. Turns out mattress shopping has gotten way more personalized than I thought. Shots shop smarter, not harder, with science-backed sleep solutions at Factory Mattress. They have a great uh, deals right now on the Tempur-Pedic floor models. Factory Mattress makes it easy to save money, and you're back with free delivery, setup, and removal. Plus, save seven hundred dollars and get a free adjustable base. On select premium mattress sets, get the right bed now. 
going on at, uh, for sales going on right now at Factory Mattress, where we have sleep down to a science. FactoryMattressTexas.com. FactoryMattressTexas.com. We really did. And I, after traveling all last week and getting home and then laying down in my bed, man, having a nice bed, the right mattress makes all the difference. It really does. Hey, if we haven't annoyed you enough, maybe this next one will. And Game Warden Field Notes coming up, and uh, it's got me a little perturbed. Maybe that's just me today in general. Hey, it's the Outdoor Zone live Rocky. in the punk house 24-7, 365 at com. Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody, on the Outdoor Zone. All right. <clears throat> Welcome back, regulators. Here's a notice to the antis and terrorists, us bunkhouse boys and our regulators. We don't give in to you anti-gun crowd, PETA terrorist, or the Taliban. It's how we roll here in the bunkhouse. Keep informed by riding trail with us all week online at theoutdoorzone.com. The Outdoor Zone. Dot com. This segment of the show brought to you by our friends over at Keystone Bank. Experience the value of community banking where local matters. Come join the bank of choice for Austin community members, families, and entrepreneurs. We're Keystone Bank, founded by our buddy Jeff Wilkinson and his team, operated right here in Austin, Texas, by locals just like you. That's why we're so invested in our community and its success. When you bank with Keystone, you enjoy the local relationship-based service that sets them apart. You know your banker. You know who you're talking to when you call up over there to do a deal. Banking at your fingertips anywhere, anytime. I can do my banking anywhere while I'm traveling. No problem. To learn more, get started with Keystone account. Visit one of our locations in person. There's one at 11,500 B Caves Road in hey. West Austin. That one's moving to their new location soon here in the next like week or two also. I know. We're gonna we're gonna try and go over there to that big grand opening river ribbon cutting move. That'll be updated uh as I mean I didn't get first that of the year for sure. Did not yeah, get the invite. Yeah, we'll be pushing everybody over there. Well I'll tell you what, you can go to five hundred Presser Street in downtown Austin. We know they're gonna be there. Nine hundred Hutchins Avenue and beautiful Ballinger, Texas. We love that location. Or just go to the website, find a location near you. Go to the website at keystone.bank, keystone.bank for all the information and a location near you. They're growing. Keystone Bank, where local matters. Now it's time for our game warden field notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. So I want to I want to kind of skip over some of the stuff that we were going to talk about. Early on, we were going to talk about the uh, they've adjusted the shed hunting rules. I and, know, I was all about that. But I I want to talk about the wolves though that they're going to reintroduce to Colorado. 
Ay, ay, ay. So, and I heard the, heard the guys over at uh, uh, Meat uh, Eater. Eater. Meat Eater talking about it a couple of weeks ago. And um, those guys are pretty thick in the whole uh, Idaho, Montana wolf populations and that stuff. And now, interestingly, years ago, maybe 10 years ago, I was doing a, a self-guided spike camp elk hunt in Colorado and just above Durango. And I was walking up a uh, game trail early in the morning, trying to go find a saddle to sit on um, between, you know, two mountaintops to, to glass and watch for elk. And this giant dog stepped out on the trail in front of me and looked at me. And I thought for a moment, I wonder why, why is somebody walking their dog? Man, that's a big German shepherd. Mm-hmm. And then it looked at me and then it disappeared. Just whoosh. And I thought about it for a while and I went back and I was talking to my brother and he said, Hey, that wasn't a shepherd. <laughs> that was a wolf. And, and this was 10 years ago. And now longer you're that a lot yeah, longer maybe. than that. And so if you, so there's wolves in the area. That was 20 and, years ago. And when, and the, and the deal was, he said, don't say anything about it because it, there's liable to come up here and shut the area down and do all kinds of strange stuff, trying to figure out what you're talking about. <laughs> and, um, so wolves do move around a lot and vast areas they cover vast amounts of of ground to get from one place to another and now they're talking about reintroducing them to colorado and there's a lot of controversy about it um but they came up with a a, a list of 17 things <laughs> to these are protect yourself yes 17 safety tips. They're putting this out there. They're going to reintroduce them and they're telling people, well, we're going to put wolves out. Here's what you need to know. And I thought some of these were pretty easy. It says while in wolf country, make lots of noise when coming or going during dusk dawn, when wolves are most active, that includes when moving about the campsite as noises are likely to spook wolves away. That wouldn't be hard for uh, how many times did my myself, my little brother and sister were with the family camping and mom and dad said, we take your sister and y'all walk over there to the bathroom, walk your sister to the bathroom and two little kids running around a campsite, a campground, 10 little kids running around a camp sound sounds like juicy little t- nuggets for any wolf pack. Uh, oh, that same. It could be said about bears or, you know, any predator, right? But the the deal is, is these are introduced, reintroduced, I guess, at some point, you know. Have, and they're anyway. telling them that you're going to find them where you wouldn't normally have found them. You're now going keep, to be entered because they were reintroduced, right? Keep livestock right. inside at night. Closing all doors that <laughs> to that space to prevent wildlife, including wolves, from getting in. You're like, hey, come on in. 
Getting a little crowded in here. Don't feed pets outside, nor should you leave them unattended. It's also important to bring pets inside at night. Well, if you're going to bring your livestock in, you better be bringing those pets Are in. these the same people pushing for these reintroductions? Yeah. The uh, anti-pet people? You know, the ones that are saying don't domesticate animals. That they're all supposed to be wild. Are these the same groups or what is what is going on? Because if that's true <laughs> and now they're asking you to domesticate these animals to bring them in at night, like make up your mind. Hypocrisy at its voice. At its is, it, is it right? If, a, Am I if right? a wolf is encountered, never approach the wolf. Instead, talk firmly to it <laughs> and keep eye contact so the animal knows it's been seen. Yeah, back away I slowly you, and avoid a, a chase. <laughs> if retreat isn't an option, look as big as possible. Oh yeah. I, I got that, that take one. Take a deep breath and hold it. Well, in. you two guys can discuss that amongst <laughs> yourselves. Yeah, I'm getting eaten. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> yeah. If he's gonna eat somebody. <clears throat> Put objects between yourself and the wolf. Soldier uh, keys out yeah, in front of no. you. <laughs> <laughs> your cell phone. You just throw you your can... cell phone out there. Here you go. Here. <laughs> your mom. Take my wallet. Hey, Take wallet, my keys. Cell phone, keys. Take anybody. And that beef jerky you got in your pocket. Everybody's got that in your pocket. Don't you have an emergency stash that you always kinda... <laughs> Oh, yeah. I got a honey bun right I here. I do. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, it says, if the wolf is acting aggressively, be loud, shout, shout, clap, and blow your emergency whistle up. Who has Hello. an emergency whistle? That would be. <laughs> Find the full Living with Wolves brochure from Colorado Parks and Wildlife. People get paid to put this information out there. That's the most irritating part is that they're doing this, and then people have to sit around in a boardroom. How many meetings did they have? How many editors read over this? How I many think, writers put, were... I think we should get that, get some of those tips tattooed on our forearm, and that way, anytime you're in Colorado, something happens, you just pull you your just sleeve read. up and go, hmm, let me see. Let me try number three. Take my keys out, shake them. It's the dumbest thing i've ever not, seen not once did it say protect yourself with the fire with the side carry that you always you, have on between you. place small lead tablet between the eyes in the cranium area yeah the most logical quick solution hey if you haven't had enough we got a whole nother hour of your favorite outdoor radio show oh, right here the, the united one. the united nations thing Oh, yeah. It's going to blow people's minds. It's terrible. Oh, my goodness. The number one outdoor radio show in all of Texas. You're listening to it right here. You can catch us live or 24-7, 365. You can find us at theoutdoorzone.com. Man, growing up with a cane pole in his hand. Like a fool to dream sitting down 
thousand two. The corpus play. Give him a sack gun to please his mind. Give them quail a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I wanna go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I wanna go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I wanna go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away if you're going. All right, welcome back. Regulators, you're tuned in to the Outdoor Zone. Yeah, it's just an old tin check on the back of the ranch, but we call it home live every Sunday morning, 7 to 9 a.m. on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network. That's Central, 7 to 9 a.m. Central every Sunday morning. Or 24-7, 365 is a live recorded podcast on all your favorite podcast platforms. Track us all week long at theoutdoorzone.com. You can find our social media there. You can find our individual connecting points there at theoutdoorzone.com. My name is TJ Graney, and the bunkhouse, of course, is Cody Ryan. Oh, yeah. And Beefsteak. Oh, well, I can't do my thing anymore because Cody just stole it. He stepped all over it. <laughs> Jack is the ranch hand that gets here early, makes sure the gate gets opened, and uh, the old pot belly stove gets fired up. Woo! Needed it this morning. A little chill in the air. And, uh, yep, that's uh, that's what we do on sunday mornings come out here to the back of the ranch and hang out with y'all hey i was gonna tell you i uh got a five-year-old daughter and i was starting to plan out what we're gonna do the next five years whether it's gonna be she's gonna get into horses uh or firearms one of the things that (laughs) i want to do with her is shoot trap and skeet and do all that kind of stuff a father daughter yeah shooting trap shooting and i thought I'm just going to take her to McBride's, you know, get her to get fitted in a, uh, now she's five. So I probably got a couple of years, but McBride's is where I'll go to get fitted for the right shotgun with the way society is pounding on our right stone guns. It's imperative. We support our local gun shops. The ones we trust that's McBride's guns. The Austin family owned and operated local full firearm service dealer, man, they've got a gunsmith right there on site. If you've got that old scope like beefsteak had that just won't stay on your gun, you know, it needs like screws tightened, they'll take care of it for you right there. They can just clean. Get a brand new one right there. Yeah, you get a all brand new one. One Come that on. actually, yeah, uh, you know, has magnifying glass in it and everything. Magnification, not just the, <laughs> not just the the hole. Anyway, <laughs> just a tube. Uh, just a, a tube. tube. <laughs> uh, it's a toilet paper roll that's on there. <laughs> uh, you can get a real scope there. You can find McBride's in the same place it's been for years, right there at the corner of 30th and Lamar. You can give them a call, 512 472 3532. You can also check them out online, 
That's McBridesGuns.com because McBride's Guns, you know, they're our hometown gun shop. So, uh, CR, you Tell were talking, you were talking earlier about when we first started talking this morning, you were talking about having a nice chunk of bacon there in front of you. You're kind of snacking on what, if you guys had had your choice of whatever red meat product you would like to chow down on, if you could have your choice, what would you pick? Hmm. Hmm. I know my, I know what mine is just right off the top. I'd have a deer ham, deer meat hamburger. That, that is now I know it's not like a T-bone. I know it's not like, and I, and I do like a good thick cut steak. I'm telling you right now, but my red meat of choice just happens to be a deer hamburger at this point or an elk. You know, we got those, uh, we, we got those hogs, those wild hogs. We got two of them this time, a couple last time and take them and have them processed into hamburger. And my, my wife and the kids just think that is the greatest stuff. I've heard it time and time burger. again that wild wild pork burger is the deal. It is the deal. It's got a different yeah. little taste, but it's not a bad. You meat. mix it with beef? No. Nope. Pork. You don't Just, do you don't mix it with anything. You don't have to mix it with fat. Should. Yeah. yeah. There, so they, go ahead. Red meat of choice. If you have, were to have meat. Well, everybody mm. talks about backstrap and, you know, a little bacon. It doesn't have to be and... wild game. It could be a. What's that a, one they serve under the, uh, they give you tomahawk. horseradish with it? The, oh, the roast beef? Yeah. Is that roast beef? No, 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 no. That's not roast beef. It's the one they serve at uh, like a, like a, Pri- it's got uh, the heat lamp on it and the guy prime, cuts it in front of you. Prime rib. Prime, prime rib. rib. Mm. Yeah. With horseradish. <laughs> with horseradish so now you're not lamp. talking about <laughs> red lamp. meat. You're talking about, <laughs> you're talking about ways beef of cooking the, it. Beef wants the tomahawk. That is a good, that is a good cut, but I, you know, what's weird. If Three I go to a nice restaurant and my wife were out, um, I will get like the double cut pork chop. I mean, you just don't get those anywhere and they always seem to do a good job with them. You don't get them anywhere, but that's what you want. So you go in and you ask for something nobody has. They all have it. <laughs> they have it. It's the chep chepper chicken, the chepper version, you know. <clears throat> so I don't know, Carmen. Don't. So my wife There is she wanted so we st- Oh, I wanted to tell this real quick. So my wife, um, she takes she goes over to this place called Carve in Austin, which is kind of like a high-end place that, you know, serves meat and all yeah, that. Yeah, I've been there. And I said, you know, why don't you ever go with me? You always take your girlfriends. That's where their outing is. And she goes, because I know what you'd do. When they brought that out, you go, I, I could do this at home. All right, why are we paying this much money for what I could do <laughs> on a board with the cuts of meat? I could do this and, and much cheaper. She said, I didn't want to hear it. I just didn't want to hear it. Well, she's got a point (laughs) a lead united nations agency overseeing food and agriculture policy is expected to issue a roadmap in the coming weeks which will call on america to dramatically reduce its meat consumption the un food and agriculture organization fao will publish a its global food system roadmap during the upcoming 
COP28 Climate Summit in Dubai, which will kick off on Thursday and extend nearly two weeks until mid-December. And the recommendation is that uh, the US, United States of America is over-consumes meat, and they should limit their consumption as part of a broader effort to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. You've lost all of my respect the failure that, I, of, that you could have had by having a conference, a climate summit. Okay, you wouldn't have had any of my respect anyway. But if there was any, by having your conference in Dubai, the money laundering capital of the world. <laughs> and the, they're the, the largest the, producer of beef. So The Dubai failure is, of leading India. dairy companies to reduce emissions underlying underlines the urgent need for more policy focus on food and agriculture sector. Jer Jeremy Caller, the chair and founder of FAIR Initiative, an invent investor network that works with financial institutions to promote climate-friendly agriculture wor worldwide. So do you don't you don't think that guy is going to the banking to the big banks going, all right, if you give us money for this nonprofit, we will give you a listing as a as a uh, climate friendly bank. That's and if you don't, yeah. we're going to sick our people on you and we're going to protest and we're going to camp out in front of your banks. United Nations Secretary General Antonio Gutierrez has called climate change the single largest crisis facing the world. We must end the fossil fuel age. If you had any idea. Golly, I could just try not to pop a cork. I'm going to just try not to get us kicked off the air. I, it's absolutely disgusting. If you look at how much further and how much better and how much more advanced and how much longer we're living since the use of fossil fuels, it's astronomical. You can't do anything without yes. it right now there's no possible way mm, now yeah. who are these it's idiots? all the plastics around us i mean come on and it's everything gonna, what are you gonna you have everything bamboo cell phone meat do not you have you have teeth in your mouth that are designed for chewing meat they are right. specifically they're canines they are designed that's right. Beep pointing at his. <laughs> I had mine enhanced. Sharp. I had mine enhanced, by the way. Yeah, extra shiny. <laughs> the new ones. That's right. And I said, you know, make them. F I want. I want function over fashion. And so, give me those long, chewable canines, man. So, there we go. That's funny. Well, I just think when you know we spend so much money. That was one thing. Our uh, previous administration was just they just said nah we're not do we're not playing this united nations game and giving you all this money and doing all this when nobody else is doing it and you're not going to dictate to us what we need to do we're not playing this game and th th that is just it it's so it's such a hoax it's such a farce well, that whole yeah. climate thing. You just wait. This and coming year, you're going to have a lot to talk about in this election nope. year. On this the world crap. is the world. I mean, they're basing this next election off of climate change, which I thought it was global warming. What happened with that? I don't know. Now we just need to take away the farting cows. That's it. That's all it is. 
global warming went away because cold and now it's now it's climate change because things change then if you look back at across history the climate's always changed so what's i mean it changes every day so and our life has only gotten better and longer what happened to that use of fossil fuels what happened to that little girl that was being manipulated by her parents to talk about climate change everywhere? That oh, whatever. Yeah. Oh, she's an that, adult now. The one that rode a train uh, and yeah. and talked about it. Yeah, she's like I can't believe you're going I to can't kill breathe. my next generation. You're eating meat, and it's going to kill us. Okay. Well, you know, at the beginning of the segment, Cody Ryan talked I about. Bet you, I bet you she has drug and alcohol problems growing no, up. No, that's not true. She's still out there. Pro, She's protein, protein deficit disorder. But you know that where they don't have that and they don't care? And where they'll take care of you is Sun Automotive. You know that's everybody right. at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired. And it can be hard to find a mechanic you can trust. We use our friends at Sun Auto Service. Sun Auto Service is a family-owned and operated Auto repair and maintenance company since, guess what, 1978. So when it comes to your auto repair and maintenance needs, brake repairs and transmissions, services, Sun Auto sincerely appreciates having the opportunity to serve you at the Sun Auto Service Repair Shop nearest you. Mine happens to be 405 West Slaughter Lane. Yours might be 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park or 1403 Rivery Boulevard up in Georgetown and Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road 620. Follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials that I get every week. Just go sign up and see where you need to be at sunautoservice.com. Where they believe in reusing your vehicle for years and years. (laughs) Recycling your vehicle over and over. Hey, the Peter Report up next. You get it only one place. It's the Outdoor Zone live at the Bunkhouse 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. I'm Everstar Pro, Ron Sheffield, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. Up this morning before the sun, fix me some coffee. Honey bun. All right, welcome back, regulators. You're tuned in to the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse. Number one outdoor show here, right here in the Outdoor Zone Radio Network. Uh, live Sunday morning, 7 to 9 a.m. in the Outdoor Zone Radio Network, or 24-7, 365 at the Outdoor Zone dot com and all your favorite podcast platforms hey the now maxwell super center got thousands off msrp on every brand new chrysler dodge jeep and ram on the lot how about a 24 ram crew cab four by four with over fifteen thousand in total savings and no payments until next year how about a 23 ram crew cab four by four lone star Man, that's a good-looking truck. How about a 23 Jeep Gladiator Rubicon with over 12000 in total savings? You have Niles' personal promise to beat any competitor's price in Central Texas. Just bring us their deal, and we'll beat it. So drive home today 
for less. Head to the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. We sell more than anyone else. 620 and 183 in Austin or visit us online at nilemaxwellsupercenter.com. nilemaxwellsupercenter.com. Now it's time for our PETA report. They are anti-hunting, anti-fishing, anti-meat, anti-you and your family's outdoor heritage. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's PETA Report, because we love animals too. They taste great. They taste great. <laughs> that last uh, segment on a could, plate. Have been a, could have been yeah, uh, next to the mashed potatoes and... Um, so one of the things that we know these organizations do, and many are classified as terrorist organizations in the actual FBI, um, analogs of their classifications of a lot of these groups, they're classified as terrorist groups. Domestic and one of the ways... Yep. Right. And one of the ways they've found to absolutely destroy companies and destroy uh, individuals is by their social media followings. So they'll post your your name on something and they'll go in and they're uh, they'll dig around they'll find your family they'll say mean things they'll go to your house they'll find your where you work and they'll just absolutely try and destroy you and one of the things that my family has always loved and during the holiday season and and even year round i mean we love circus we love rodeos we love um, all kinds of stuff like that. And during the holiday seasons, a lot of times you'll have la uh, live nativity scenes and with, you know, they'll have like a weekend where there's camels and goats and all kinds of stuff. And, uh, and it's no different for the cl coffee clubhouse that had a reindeer display and it was to delight and educate the children. Now her family-run business is under attack. Thousands of phone calls, emails, and social media posts by People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals supporters for its upcoming reindeer display. In some instances, workers have been called names, gotten nasty messages, or even have been threatened. Peter, it, PETA internet trolls are attacking us from every angle. Williams said, Morgan Williams, the owner of Coffee Clubhouse, her business Facebook page was deactivated several hours uh, one day, and she had to stop answering the telephone. A, P a PETA estimate of 15,000 messages oh, in warm for one form or another came across their, uh, their stuff, and so what happened was Eda found out about this. So they have local, what they call local advocates. And if they find something going on, like, like this, this coffee house was going to have a reindeer there and kids could come by, pet it, learn about reindeer, know all the things about really about, cause a reindeer is a real thing, right? It's a caribou, yeah, right? right. <clears throat> it's a real thing. 
And so it's this beautiful thing and, and other businesses in the area were doing things similar or have done the reindeer thing similar. So it was a common thing. There was a, 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 a reindeer farm or somebody who was taking care of reindeer that, that would bring them in. And it was a deal. And so a local PETA person found out about it, sent the information up to national and national sent two letters to the coffee house said, and they basically said, if you don't cancel this event, we're going to cancel you. We're going to put this out to our people. And the right. coffee house said, you're not doing that. And we're not <clears throat> doing that. And they put it out to their people. And they had in this short period of time, couple of days, 15,000 people shut down their social media, uh, threatened all their employees. Now, that's, that is an ups, upstanding, good healthy way to do this and to train your children. This is what you do. This is how you handle things that you do. This don't not getting your way. What they said at the end, what they said at the end where PETA threatened as a follow-up and said, if coffee clubhouse wants this all to end, uh, say they won't do this again and it'll be over. Yeah. In the future that that's the mafia talk. Right there. Of course. You're setting up. What they're doing is they're setting up somebody. They're attacking them and they want something from them. And then they're saying this will all stop if you just give us what we want. Well, we talk about it every week. If you give. They are a terrorist organization, just like you set it up, TJ. I mean, first, the first of the segment, they are a terrorist organization. And if anybody looks at it any other way, if that little old lady that's loves her cats is sending money to PETA. She is funding a terrorist or humane organization. Society, yeah. The Humane Society of America. They they work. There's no way around hand. it. It's just it is. It, I mean, that is what it saving is. Saving animals. It ain't about no. saving your pets. It's no. not. It's not about any of that. Not even close. It's but about. I'll close. guarantee you. They they spend they spend millions on their marketing. And they do a pretty good job. I'll tell you that that little uh, commercial that they have where the little puppies are on there. And it's like, this little puppy is going to freeze if you don't spend $15 a month. Yeah. Hey, changing gears. I want to change gears. Okay. I'll tell you about the one of the weirdest things I've been meaning. I've been wanting to tell you guys, and I don't think I've told either one of you about one of the weirdest things that happened this past week while I was deer hunting in uh west texas or in the hill country here in texas so i bow hunted all the whole time we were there right we're in rock springs texas i'm my in-laws place and i over the summer had family ran yeah i had taken married into it (laughs) i took down our uh the stand that i normally hunt out of actually it fell down it was on the ground and uh (laughs) Yeah, they tried to kill me. Um, put me in that stand, unsafe stand. So uh, while it was on the ground, we loaded it up, took it back to camp, and I rebuilt the stand. Of course, I added a bunch of stuff, and now it weighs like 7,900 pounds, and I need 15 people to help me move it and get it back into place, and we hadn't figured out how we're going to do that yet. So it has sat there all season. All I have at the place where the portion – the area that I hunt is a tent blind. So 
I've just been bow hunting, which I love anyway, right? But it kind of forces that decision where I don't have to think about it. I'll just take my bow and go bow hunting. And finally get a decent buck in. I'd seen several, several bucks, right, throughout the day, coming and going, coming and going. Not one of them would stop. They were, I mean, I had one small buck walk over the corn of the corn feeder twice never even put his head down never you know they're looking for does they were running hard finally right before dark this buck comes in and goes straight to the corn puts his head down and starts eating and it was i had like four minutes of shooting light left i drew back twice trying to get a good shot i wasn't comfortable because it was too dark for me to really see and so I did, I let my bow down. I was like, darn it. Now I need to try and get out of the stand without him seeing me. Cause I didn't want him to know that I was there. Right. I mean, just a thought. So yeah, I made some back. noises. Yeah. I tried making some noises and stuff and he never even lifted his head. I'm, you know, making all the weird deer noises, you know, bah, 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 all that kind of stuff. Never even lifts his head. So I just unzip the tent blind get out i have to walk straight over to the feeder and around the feeder to get to the road that leads out i walk straight towards the feeder just just you know normal pace go around the feeder and walk and start walking down the road the deer never lifts his head i was within five six yards never lifted his jumped head on him with the knife it actually got to a point where I was like, I am way too close to be comfortable to this wild animal right now and kept walking. The only thing I can think is that he had been rutting so hard and running so they hard that he just, yeah. he didn't care. He needed food or he was going to die. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> it was a weird deal, man. It was weird. I, I never, I, man, I, I understand that feeling that he had. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'll tell you what, I protect my family without true health share with as much as we do in the outdoors going all over. I would not cover my family any other way since we've gotten on a health share program. I literally believe personally it's the only way to do this stuff. And I trust Altrua Health Share. Uh, Altrua, finding affordable, top quality health care options that can be hard, hard for the sportsmen and entrepreneurs. Those, uh, you know, uh, sorry. It can be hard for those who are self-employed. Altria HealthShare, they're a 501c3 organization that's been sharing in medical needs for over 25 years. Altria HealthShare is not insurance. However, it offers a powerful alternative to traditional insurance and skyrocketing costs. Members contribute each month to a membership escrow account. And then eligible medical needs are then shared from that escrow account. That's literally how simple it works. I'm telling you. That's how I have my family covered. I wouldn't cover it any other way. You can find out how much you can save by going to myshare.org, Altrua HealthShare, where we care for one another. Armed Citizens Report up next. It's the number one outdoor radio show in Texas. You're listening to it live right here. Catch us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. I'm Andy Morgan, and I fish FLW, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back, regulators. You're tuned in to the Outdoor Zone. 
We're always shopping from Mother Nature's grocery store here at the Outdoor Zone. Fresh and delicious meats of every flavor, venison, pork, fowl, and even delicious bass. Post your shopping pictures on our Facebook page, The Outdoor Zone. Follow us all week long at theoutdoorzone.com. And we'd really like for you to post any picture of meat. Take a picture of that plate and just post it on there. We're going to forward all those to the United Nations Anti-Meat I like it. Uh, committee and let them know we like meat. Hey, Keystone Bank, experience the value of community banking where local matters. Come join the bank of choice for Austin community members, families, and entrepreneurs. It's Keystone Bank, founded by our buddy Jeff Wilkinson and his team and operated right here in Austin, Texas by locals just like you. That's why we're so invested in our community and its success. When you bank with Keystone, you enjoy the local relationship-based service that sets us apart. We love that we know who our banker is. Banking at your fingertips anywhere, anytime. I can travel anywhere and do my banking. To learn more, get started Keystone account. Visit one of our locations in person. There's 11,500 B Caves Road and watch for that one to be moving. West Austin, 500 Presser Street in downtown Austin or 900 Hutchins Avenue in beautiful Ballinger, Texas. Or just go to the website, keystone.bank, keystone.bank to find a location near you or get information on all that they have to offer. Keystone Bank. Now it's time for our Armed Citizen Report. Today, legal firearm owners are protecting themselves and their families across the nation. These acts of courage and valor are seldom reported throughout the liberal media. The Outdoor Zone wants you to know the truth. This is the Armed Citizens Report for the week. So, I am writing to inform you that Rem Arms LLC has decided to close its entire operation at 14 Hoffer Avenue, New York. The company expects that operation at the end of at the Leon facility will conclude on or about March 4th, 2024. Um, so the policies one of the things I know, Cody, you this I, I don't want to push your button. I don't want you to pop a cork, but recently there was a debate between the governor of Florida and the governor of California. And the stark difference in debt between the states, one of them is in debt, billions of dollars. The other has $14 billion in the bank. <laughs> um, the, the, the way they treat people. So New York has, has become one of those places, right? It's one of those places where it's anti-gun, anti-this, uh, um, just er everything you anti -freedom. can think of. Anti-freedom. Anti, okay, good. Hey, that in incorporates everything that we yeah. talk about mm -hmm. on the show. And, 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 and they, and they're trying to entice people to come there and bring their business there. And, and, and in the other hand, they're creating laws that are sending these iconic businesses that generations of New Yorkers have, uh, 
have been in, employed by great great grandfathers, grandfather, dad, and now son or mom or whatever has worked. And Remington was one of them. The plant opened in 1828. Hmm. Unbelievable. It has been the staple for this whole town. Ilion, I-L-I-O-N, Ilion, New York. And they've been there. They have been the employer in that city since 1828. And because of the atmosphere that the government of New York has created, created or let these, happen, these, let happen. That's right. Let right. happen. Yeah. They are moving. They're moving to Alabama. They, they started, well, they've a, had, yeah, they've had a plant there. Well, they, they knew this was coming. They went to Alabama. They, they found a, a gun friendly state, a business friendly state. They went down there. They, had meetings with them. They looked at Texas. They looked at a lot of places. Alabama was where they landed and they started building their plant, huge plant. And they're bringing in, and now they've gone through a lot of stress and they've been bought and sold a couple of different times. Um, but they're pretty stable now. They're taking on some government contracts and they just said, okay, we're done. We're out of here. And that is not because of Remington, and you'll hear in the media, Remington d- denies the ability for families to continue on or whatever. That's not it. That's not it. And so it's it's sad, but, I mean, they've just been pounded, and they've been sued. They got sued over the Sandy Hook's uh school shooting because the shooters used one of their firearms which uh that gun didn't go in there and kill people um and there's plenty of firearms like that um you'd be you'd have to sue every car that ran over somebody i mean it's well there'd be a lot of louisville sluggers (laughs) that are probably anyway uh congratulations alabama good job Welcome Remington Arms to Alabama and all the government contracts and the jobs that are coming. There'll be good jobs for generations to come in Alabama. Hopefully those New Yorkers can turn their state around and uh, and that and that incredible little city can find a way to create a new history or uh, something. I don't know what you do in that situation, but. There was yeah, a small it, town losing 300 employees. There was a guy that was doing unemployed. a, uh, gonna a be hard. second amendment, uh, act. And he said, you know what? Forget all that stuff. Forget all the things we're, we're talking about right now. He said, Cody, you like this. The biggest encouragement now is that 26 or 27 states have constitutional carry. Yes. And Grace Jesus. He's like, I think that is what's going to save this whole thing. It won't be a question anymore. They're just going to do it, and it'll just be your freedom and your right, and that's it. And you can choose, and 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 that's one of the things that I've always, I've always thought, if you are in a place, and I guess there's people in California, business owners in California, people in California are just finally saying, okay, enough is enough. 
Although I know some people that live there and they love it. It's beautiful. Um, there is no doubt. There's there's <laughs> people who just that's where they live. They love their state. And that's yeah, okay. but they create little uh, spots like your guy you're talking around around San Diego. They have their own spot that they've kind of carved out. And well, our buddy Steve in San Diego would live in Texas in a heartbeat. Dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's know, on I'll a mission. You, like, he's a you guys he's a can mission. hunt any day of the week. You can go do all this. We can't do any of that. We have to have our caliber of our bullets and the serial number tattooed on our tongues. Uh, and we can't eat meat on Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Uh, and our, um, anyway, you got to have missionaries in the field in those kind of places, right? Yeah, Mm. I think so. I think it's important that we have guys there that are, that are, uh, pro two a, which I think as you were saying, the constitutional carry thing is an absolutely beautiful way to take these these issues. The deal is it it's forced our hand at that, right? So beforehand, as I I didn't mind having to get a carry license, a concealed carry license, and you know there were certain places that didn't want you to go. But as those places grew and grew, and you know became the cool thing to do is to prevent people with firearms from coming in here. Then it became where, you know, at first, when I first got my concealed carry license, it was rare. Any place had a proper signage up and you could carry anywhere. And then it became Mm -hmm. like this popular thing to put these signs up. And (laughs) so they forced, they forced the, they forced our hand now, right. In a way, where I was fine having to have a license and I was fine following the rules. But now that you jumped on this popular bandwagon, well, now we got to go further the other way, right? Now we got to go to where you don't have to have that, uh, license to carry constitutional carry. So anyway, and a statement on the closure representative, at least Stefan Stefanik, New York 24 said in part, I've spoken with local officials and Remington arms union members and United mine workers of America, local 717 about how we must stand up to New York's failed unconstitutional gun bans. This closure marks the end of an era for Elian Elian as the small village loses its largest employer. But a good night hey, fact factory mattress Factory mattress. I spent hours online, Mrs. Grady, and I spent hours reviewing all the information about mattresses. And then we walked into factory mattress. We knew exactly what we wanted, or so we thought. After using their right fit sleep mapping technology, we got a mattress specifically designed for our needs and saved 600 bucks. Turns out mattress shopping's gotten way more personalized than we thought. Shop smarter, not harder with science-backed sleep solutions at Factory Mattress. Don't miss the sale going on right now off on the Tempur-Pedic floor models. Factory Mattress makes it easy to save money, and you're back with free delivery setup and removal. Plus, save up to 700 and get free adjustable base on select premium mattress sets. Get the right bed right now. At all the sales going on right now at Factory Mattress, where we have sleep down to a science. FactoryMattressTexas.com. FactoryMattressTexas.com. 
Factory.com. We love our factory mattress. So I think I've concluded as a serial entrepreneur that I'm not going to be a taxidermist. And I want to tell you about that on the flip side. As we close this whole thing up, it's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse, 24-7, 365. You can find us at theoutdoorzone.com. This is Michael Waddell with The Bone Collector, and you're listening to TJ, Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak on the number one outdoor radio show, The Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back, regulators. You're tuned in to The Outdoor Zone. Find us 24-7, 365 as a live recorded podcast and all the information on the bunkhouse crew at theoutdoorzone.com. Theoutdoorzone.com. Aldo Leopold said, I am glad I will not be young in a future without wilderness. It's up to us to train up the next generation of outdoors men and women. Don't sit on the back row. Stand and fight. Give to the kids' outdoor zone. Land, cash, vehicles, boats, or start a group in your church. Go to kidsoutdoorzone.com to donate. Kidsoutdoorzone.com to donate. K-O-Z, no kid left inside. Speaking of, you were going to talk about, you said, donating to the Kids Outdoor Zone. Right. So K-O-Z, Kids Outdoor Zone, is the foremost training ground for the next generation of hunting, fishing, and outdoors young men. And started in a small church in austin texas and now has grown all across the u.s canada and uh eastern europe and want to invite everybody to if you're considering giving this year giving um end of the year or at any time consider the next generation of kids outside the average kid spends 40 minutes a week outside 70 hours a week in front of a screen Kids aren't going outside and kids need mentors and the program of kids outdoor zone uh, partners mentors with the boys and teaches them, trains them in outdoor skills. You can find out all the information at kidsoutdoorzone.com, kidsoutdoorzone.com. But we'd love for you to partner with us and uh, be a part of the raising up the next generation, the ones who are going to lead and stand for our rights our hunting fishing rights, our rights to own and bear firearms and fishing poles and hike the trails in our national parks. So there you go. Amen. Before the break, I was telling you that (laughs) I'm a serial entrepreneur and I've had obviously have uh, many ideas. My wife and I were laughing the other day about how many different ideas or businesses I've started. Um, most of which fail, obviously, uh, I wouldn't but, say fail. I would just say there are 101 ways you've figured out that you weren't going to make money. Make any money. You did want yeah. to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The yeah. outdoor zone's the longest running one I figured out how not to make <laughs> we're, money. We're, we're, we're still waiting. We're still waiting <laughs> yeah. on that one. <laughs> uh, one but day. I, one I, day. I, uh, I just thought, oh, so it was. It hey, comes and by. By the way, hey. if somebody wants to be a part of this show, please go to theoutdoorzone.com. That's right. That's right. So I was had a deer skull from my wife that 
she had shot last year and I'd hung it in a tree and a few weeks ago I boiled it and got it all finally cleaned off and you know, it looks okay. I need to get the, I need to go to the hair salon place or something and get, Mm. you know, some whatever hydrogen peroxide or the bleach or whatever that stuff is. And so I've had it sitting there. Well, over Thanksgiving weekend, she shot her first audit and it was a pretty funny story that she normally like texts me or calls or texts me and ask, you know, like, should I, what I'm, you know, should I, if she sees something different, unordinary, non-ordinary, she'll ask me, well, I had barely sat down in the stand. I mean, and I heard her shoot and I was like, what in the world? And she didn't ask me anything. And <laughs> She's all grown and up. It was uh, this big old all dad she shot. And, uh, she, and it you know, is big, dude. That is. Yeah, fun. it's not a giant. It's not a giant, but it's, you know, it's an all dad. And, uh, but I, 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 we skull mounted it, or I decided we want to do a good skull mount on it. And I spent three hours the other night sitting there boiling, scraping, spraying, boiling. And I just decided, you know, that's not what I want my life to be. <laughs> I, I'm just not a huge fan. I know buddies. I have buddies that yeah, love 100 that. Bucks, you got For a hundred bucks, I could have saved that three hours. Mounted on a piece of, of, of mesquite or something. <laughs> just, I, I'll let my buddies that enjoy it do it from here on out. I'm just not the biggest fan. All right. Beefsteak, uh, what you got for us this week? Well, this week I wanted to quote someone that was a, growing up a hero of mine. I think maybe. Oh, able, thank you. No, did I say it today? Or? Not you. Oh. No. Oh. I think being able to age gracefully is a very important talent," said the great Clint Eastwood. Cody Ryan. No, Clint Eastwood. Oh, Clint Eastwood. And Clint it reminded Eastwood. me of this weekend with the guy and the. He said the fourth generation of his, of that firearm has been fired, you know, and gotten a deer with, and it was handed down from 1953 through his great-grandfather, his grandfather, his dad, you know, to his from his grandpa to him. And I said, you know, aging, that's what it's about right there. As you get older, you pass on that wisdom. I mean, I don't know how many people learned from their grandfather and not their father. So if you are and a grandfather— And it's not happening— it is not happening today. In no, a lot of and I applaud. We uh, we've got a place out in Blanco, and uh, Mr. Phil took out one of a first time <clears throat> shooter out there. He made a little too much noise, and the blind scared that doe away. But I call that Deer Camp One Hundred and One. You learn Amen. what not to do, and that is it learns lessons in life. So you're not getting old. You're gaining wisdom and your opportunity to take people out and change their lives like that. I like it. This week's Bible verse comes from Psalms 135. I hope, Lord, my whole being hopes, and I wait for God's promise. Live it, love it, learn it. I'm Cody Ryan. Same place, same time next week. All right. As we close out this show, Laura, uh, we just want to say, hey, don't forget, take the kids, take them for a walk in the park, show them the birds and trees. Heck, take them hunting, take them fishing. We don't care what it is. As long as you get them into the great outdoor zone, this week uh, we're all we're all headed to church. I want to encourage you to go find a good Bible-based church in your community somewhere. And if you'd like to get more information on starting a hunting and fishing ministry in your church, go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. If you'd like to donate.
to get kids outside, go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. If you need a speaker, want one of us to come and speak at one of your events, go to theoutdoorzone.com. This week, folks, we want to encourage you to stay in the fight. Stay in the fight. We can uh, we can maintain this beautiful heritage of the outdoors, but we got to stay in the fight. Uh, that's it for us over here, but for Beefsteak, Cody Run, Jack the Ranch Hand, and myself, TJ Graney, we just want to say thank you for listening. God bless. And regulators, let's mount up. And I'd send him some homemade wine.